22 to 1. Now I've just received a text from a woman named Kerry who says she doesn't like women on the radio. Happy International Women's Day, Kerry. I wonder if she likes women working in male-dominated fields because there is a woman who is kicking absolute goals, making inroads on the roads because whenever there's a major incident on our roads, from big crashes to protesters, some of the first people on the scene are the transport commanders and they basically coordinate the way all of the emergency agencies will respond. And these are the sort of jobs that are traditionally very male-dominated. Again, the fact of the matter. But here in New South Wales, our team of transport commanders includes two women who are trailblazers in the field. One of them is Sally Pickles, and she's on the line for us now. Sally, welcome to Afternoons. Hi, Deb. Thanks for having me. What does a transport commander do? Really, her work varies day to day. It can be something as simple as changing a tyre on the side of the road or towing someone to a safe location if they're broken down. And as you said, all the way up to major incident response. So dealing with protesters on the Harbour Bridge during morning peak hour. Serious and fatal motor vehicle collisions where there's usually not many people on the scene by the time we get there. You know, glass everywhere, people that are in a state of chaos and trying to manage that scene and help the emergency services to resolve it, as well as keeping everybody safe on the road network. Wow, so pretty confronting some of the scenes that you walk into. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a challenging environment when uh, it's a major incident, but it's something that is really interesting and intriguing and I think myself and the other female commander have uh, really stepped up to the challenge and love the work we do. And I understand that you were one of those on the ground when the protesters blocked the Sydney Harbour Bridge. What was that situation like? Because it was chaos for drivers. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, thankfully, I had one of my counterparts with me at the time, which was quite helpful. Usually we work in tandem if it's a major incident or an extensive issue. So uh, we coordinated with the emergency services as best we could to let the motorists who were stuck there know what was happening and how we could get out there safely and uh, get the road reopened as quickly as possible. And what do you do as the first order of business as the traffic commander? Because obviously there's so much going on and you've got to then coordinate the emergency services. But what's the, the first thing that you need to do? Yeah, absolutely. Look, safety is the priority. So it's safety for ourselves, safety for the other emergency services workers, safety for the people involved and those around the network. So once we organise the safety aspects, we then go in and liaise with the emergency services and look at what we can provide from a transport response, be that a tow truck to assist moving a, a broken down or damaged vehicle out of the way or if there's something else that we can do to let the customers around the network know to avoid the area so they don't become stuck in an unsafe situation and get them to where they need to go. And what are some of the other, I guess, more unexpected incidents that you or your colleagues have responded to? Because obviously accidents and, and rollovers, even even car fires and, and the like, would be ones that you would have experienced. But what's sort of more of the unusual or quirky? I think the, the main one that sticks out for me is when the light rail tram at Central Station was struck by a, a fire truck responding to an urgent call. Yes. So that was something that had never happened before in New South Wales. So it was a bit of a learning curve for everybody on board. And uh, again, thankfully, with the help of my team and a bunch of fantastic transport commanders, we were able to coordinate a response and get to think outside the box a little bit. We actually used a heavy tow truck to try and right the tram and uh, get it back on the rails so the rail recovery teams could get to work and 
clear the network for everybody because understandably afternoon peak, we want to get the customers home so they can go and have dinner with their families and not be stuck waiting in a traffic queue. You bet. And in terms of the, the fact that there's only yourself and, and one other colleague, Alison, you're, you're the two women in this field, what are some of the challenges for working in what is a traditional male-dominated area? I don't think either of us have really experienced anything that uh, comes to mind. Transport's been a fantastic supportive environment from day one for both of us. And uh, I think we're the first female commanders. There's only been one other about 20 years ago. So we are kind of forging a new path, but doing it together, thankfully. And with all of the support and blessing of our team in the Transport Commander Unit, and Field Operations Division and Transport as a whole. It's been a really welcoming and uh, wonderful experience. Yeah, well, thank God you do the job you do because we want to ensure, as you say, that we can make our way around this fair city and, and get home to our loved ones in one piece and you help coordinate that process. So thanks so much for joining us. No problem. Thanks for your time, Deb. Have a great day. Sally Pickles there, one of two female transport commanders and, gee, she's got a, a lovely spring in her voice doesn't she sounds like sunshine and some of the things that she must walk into very very confronting indeed but yeah there's a, a shift in some fields including in aviation today where the first fully female manned flight the first in aviation history is taking off today from the engineers to the luggage handlers right through to the pilots and the hosties all women on board on this international women's day